Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Black Jesus. show on radio it's the nor'easter sportscast it's sunday morning we're live because we decided to go live this week although this may be the last week we go live we're gonna have to see we're working it out but it's sunday morning it's the it's the fall i am the coach this is the nor'easter sportscast i am here as always with the big sin keith viper keith mm-hmm. good morning good morning how are you doing i'm uh you know it's fall, Wait, was there some controversy last night, like about the name, the coach, the king? Like, like, did I was I seeing that right, Kyle? I don't know. I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I didn't think that we were even going to address it, but um, <laughs> no, we don't have to. Yeah. We don't have to. It no, could be an inside it, joke. Me and you, we'll move on. It is. It is, and we we can listen. Here's what it is, right? <laughs> I'm going to break it out to people as as simply as possible, right? When you have when you spend your life you dedicate your life to something and uh, you know like like sports talk like we do here we take our time we have a show we we do this all week we talk about sports we you know it's part of our our vibe it's part of what we do every day when you have big opinions people will come at you and you know p- people come at me all the time and like i said when you come at the king just don't miss just don't you know because the king stays the king that's all I'm saying. So, all right. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, we, we don't we don't need to to, to dig in uh, any more than that. But uh, all right. jealousy's a weak girl, man. Anyway, um, so if, listen. So really cool, really quick. Woke up this morning, get ready to do the show, and I I need to run to the store get get uh, some things this morning, and all across the the landscape of, of beautiful Greenville, Rhode Island is smashed pumpkins all over the ground. Right. <laughs> and I needed to like, it's getting to that point where I'm getting older now and it pissed me off that they weren't my pumpkins, but I'm like, well, they yeah. were somebody's pumpkins and somebody went out and spent money or some kid carved those pumpkins. And then I stopped thinking like the perpetrator and started thinking like the old man. And I needed to stop mm-hmm. myself. I mean, like, I, how on earth could I ever get mad? I, I stole and smashed more pumpkins in my life than I can even count. I, I, between the ages of like eight and 18 or eight and 17, right? Like, how yeah. on earth could I get mad? 
So were you, were you a, a pumpkin smasher or no? Were you? No, nah, no. Nah. No, nah, I mean, maybe it was just where I grew up, but I had no desire to smash. If I was smashing anything, it's probably my PlayStation controller against the ground. You know, that was probably the only thing I really smashed in my days. I, I think uh, I think I broke about $400 worth of PlayStation controllers in my days from just getting, you know, a little, little bit too angry over the we little digital it. guys with the digital hearts, but uh, never smashed monsters. We call it the rage throw in my house. Like they, because we still we still have it. And, and in my day, it was a Sega Genesis controllers. It was yeah. It was Matt Madden ninety four, and my mother'd be <laughs> like, "Why? Why do you? Why do I have to keep buying one of these a week? Mortal Kombat. Me and my brother would play each other in Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. And somebody somebody would get a. a uh, because my brother would do the same move over and over. Like he, there was no originality. He never did. He would just, he found a way that, you know, if I played with Scorpion, he could just sweep my leg and you couldn't block it. So he'd just come and sweep my leg until my, all my energy was gone. I would get so pissed. I would swing the controller and hit him in the head with it. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm very familiar with the rage, uh, with the rage quit and the rage controller toss for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fighting games in general, I'm the worst at it. Like, I, I, I've made a conscious decision not to buy them anymore. But, like, like the fight nights, like the old boxing games, the UFC, like, yep. uh, Virtual Fighter, all the – and Tekken, like, all those all those fighting games, I like. But I, I just stay away from nowadays because I will literally – I will do something mad. And now I have, like, a nice TV, and I'm just, I'm just so fearful that one of these rage throws is going to go through my nice 60-inch curved 4K. And it's gonna make me so sad that I just I just stay away from it completely now. Yeah, that's good. And you know, when you do eventually have kids, um, some some day down the road, Nicholas, uh, one one day they were playing Wii Wii guitar like Guitar Hero on the Wii, and yeah. he got mad at his brother and threw threw the guitar at him. And it smashed our then 66-inch plasma, which at the time was, you know, probably the top of the line TV. It's as mad as I've ever been. He was probably six or seven years old, and oh. I had to literally drive around. My wife called me, and she's like, "Oh, hey, bro, uh, this thing's broken." And yeah. I was like, "Ah, I had to drive around the block for a good extra hour because I thought I was going to kill him when I got in because right. because again, it was the rage throw. So cl- clearly, the yep. rage throw." has skipped, uh, you know, has passed on generation to generation. But I get back. I got one more for you, Kyle. Yeah, Yeah, I got one more for you, Kyle. Freshman year, freshman year of college, right? Playing Madden. There was three of us, Andy, Will, and me. We're playing Madden. We're playing Madden in uh, in our dorm room, right? And I, at this time, I haven't played a lot of Madden. So I suck at Madden, right? So I'm playing, I'm doing the same little out route with like Randy Moss, right? Because it's the only thing I can complete. I got an overtime against Will, and Will's been playing Madden for a while, so he's been always kicking my ass now. Or, and I, I threw this out out route for for the touchdown to win in overtime, and it was a pick six to the house, right? So I get so mad, I pick up my chair, and I I, I don't I don't just throw it once, I throw it twice. I throw it once against the door, and then I throw it again against my fridge in a ricochet, and it breaks my roommate's Will's guitar. Like it snaps the oh. neck in half. Yeah. And this is like, it's like a $600 guitar. Like it's not like a cheap guitar. So yeah. So that was probably my most expensive 
video game rage throw in the history of my life. And I'm hopefully oh, I'll keep no. it that way. So, but anyway, back to Smashing right. Pumpkins. I didn't, I didn't want to, no, no, no. Now I've got a, now I've got not, not to one up the story, but to add now yeah. we're going to talk about the most expensive rage throw. I have to put mine in there. <laughs> now many, many remote controls, like one a week, actually still the remote control is a victim. And my wife yeah. at this point just comes out into the living room after the game in the morning. And the, the rage throw, that's, that's the giant's rage throw. And that's yeah. fine. So, so many smash controllers. So, uh, so the uh, 2000 New York Giants go to the Super Bowl with Kerry Collins, Jeremy Shockey, Tiki Barr. You remember that team, uh, Amani yeah. Toomer, that, that, that 2000 team, and get blown out by maybe the best defense ever, uh, famously Trent Dilfer wins a ring, and we bring it up for the preceding you know, nearly two decades. So uh, we know the game very well. Well, the following season – uh, the Giants make it to the, I want to say the wild card round. They kind of limped in. Uh, I believe Kurt Warner may have taken over for Kerry Collins at that point. Oh, no, maybe not. So it's still Collins. And uh, where uh, in my brand, the house that we just bought, it was our first house that we purchased. The first, the Super Bowl, we were in an apartment. Uh, it was the first house we ever bought. And uh, it had like this sun porch on the second floor. <laughs> and it was the T.O. game, uh, that, the T.O. playoff game, where Giants were up 28 to nothing going into the half. And T.O. just went off for the 49ers in the second half. And uh, the, uh, they, they ended up winning by a field goal. We could have tied the game had the refs not blown the call on an ineligible receiver, right? So uh, it was a crazy play. And I had an office chair out on that sun porch. And the chair threw the sun porch window down onto a car into the into – the, uh, that was parked on the street. So, really? I, That's I, real I, life? I, well, yeah, dude, that is real life. And my father <laughs> was there. My father wasn't really around that. I don't know why he was there, but, like – you remember the, the happy Gilmore, Lee Trevino, uh, shaking his head at him, uh, or yeah. whoever it was. Whoever that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shaking his head at him. Yeah, exactly. I looked at, <laughs> I look over at my father on the couch, and he's just shaking his head at me in, in disapproval. That probably the lowest point of my life. Like the whole thing <laughs> was the lowest point in my life. So that was my most costly rage throw. Office chair was probably three hundred bucks. The windows were at least five or six hundred, and then the windshield on the car plus a little bodywork, another two grand that my home homeowner <laughs> would not cover. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so uh, it's, yeah, the rage. The rage throw, and then you know, my wife said, "Hey, why don't you find some uh, creative ways to get that sports uh, angst out?" I'm like, "All right, how about a radio show?" She's like, "All right, good." And then the Northeast <laughs> Sportscast is born. So, so here we are. Here we are. Oh, okay, yeah. that's so here like, we are. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. That's awful. That, no, I've it, been there. Listen, it happens. The passion is there, right? Like, like even yeah. the fight that even the fight that that ensued last night, right? Like, here are four you know, smart guys that are, are educated and have good jobs and that, and we turn into literal five-year-olds screaming at each other, uh, over sports. It's what we do. And, uh, I don't apologize for it. Uh, it's, it's, it's who we are and I'm completely okay with it. So, uh, anyway, um, so the, the big thing is that, you know, the giants win last week for me, uh, mm-hmm. in a game that they absolutely should have lost. Um, we, we haven't, you know, much talked about it, but, uh, it, it, it poses the question. It's funny the way that, that, that people view 
the Giants and view my football team, right? Because now I get this weird thing. Like, you never know, I guess. People start texting me. Oh, I guess you never know. I guess you never know. <laughs> they change the play calling. They do some things. And now, you know, the Giants do those weird runs at the end of the season to win Super Bowls. And, and people are like, if any team could do it, if any team could go on that kind of run and win, you know, nine out of 11, uh, it would be the Giants. So I love that, that, that people at least have that kind of respect for the organization that they believe anything is possible. If this was the, the, the Saints, if this was the, even the Panthers, or many other teams, that one win wouldn't even show up on the radar. But because it's yeah. the Giants, people are like, oh, hang on a minute. Like, uh, you know, it's never been done before, but if any team could do it, if any organization could do it, it could be the Giants. So at least it has breathed a little bit of life into the team. Now, do I believe that the odds are good? No, I, I still don't. I still don't believe they're good. I don't think it's likely that they do this. But I think it, it, all in our heads, this is something that could happen. Something that could happen. Yeah. Well, I, I think they're going to – I think they're a team that's perfect for that spoiler role. Like, I don't know. Like, I still think after the start they have, like, probably – seven and nine is probably the most realistic outcome. And that's, I mean, that's still going seven and four in your last, you know, 11 games. That's not, that's not shabby at all. Um, You know, and they have Seattle, they have Seattle home today. So we'll see, we'll kind of see if I'm not a big fan of Seattle and I can see the giants winning this game as well. But um, yeah, the giants are always a weird team that they, they have these weird, it's, it's a very roller coaster ride. I mean, even when I was living in Albany, right? Um, Giants fans, oh, this is going to be a shitty year. This is going to be an awful year. And then they, they win the NFC East and win the Super Bowl. And then, you know, I, I bust their balls a little bit. But like, you had no faith in your team at the beginning of the year. You know, don't, don't try to act all cocky now. But I, I feel like that's just, you know, that's just the Giants in general because, like, they're just. They're just a weird. They do weird stuff. They're not like. They they're not like they do. They just do weird. I don't. I don't know a better way to frame it or a better, you know, better way to put it. But they just. They're a weird team that does weird stuff at weird times. So they lost five straight. That was weird because you know people were thinking they're they're probably one of the favorites in the NFC, and now they win. They go into Denver and win, which nobody really does. I mean, and not only did they win. They, they they handled the Broncos. I mean, that wasn't even a game. That was the, it was the Giants throwing it through them in, the, in that matchup. And now now you have another NFC, I, I guess heavyweight in Seattle. Now I'm not I'm not sold on Seattle all too much, but they've been traditionally one of the best teams in the NFC over the last you know four to five years. Coming into Meadowlands, this should probably be a game on paper that the Giants, you know, the Giants are what I think three and a half point dogs at home. So like yeah. Vegas is saying that Vegas, you know, the, the giants are the underdogs team. They're not the, as good of a team, but you know, this is another instance where like the giants, I could see the giants winning this. And you're like, I don't know what the hell this team is doing. Like, it's just so weird. They're so weird. Like I'm still, I'm nervous about the giants coming into Lincoln financial field at the end of the season. Why? Because like, I don't like, these are, these are the weird games that the giants win. Or, or I'm sorry, when the Eagles go into the Meadowlands at the end of the year, like that's right. The, the giant, yeah. the giants aren't a, a five team. They're, you know, they're not a one in five team. They're like, they're just a weird team. 
and yeah, we'll see what happens. It could happen. I'm not like I'm not putting it past them. Well, especially in the weird NFC, and we could and we can cover that. I mean, we can we can talk about that all we want. I mean, I, I yeah. teams are are winning games that they should not win, and you know, with with Aaron Rodgers going down, and uh, you know, and and Jay Cutler beating. The Falcons, right? Like they beat the Falcons. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, 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 you just don't. Anything can happen in in the NFC, I, and I, I don't know. I, I, I think, uh, I think eight and eight could take that second wild card spot, depending on on how things go. I was also uh, really surprised by this Thursday night game. It was a great Thursday night game, but shocked by yeah. the outcome. Uh, you, you know, again. Nobody knows Andy Reid better than you do. Um, yeah. Is this an Andy Reid? Is this an Andy Reid move to to lose two games back to back like this? To uh, you know, will this define who they are? Is this a character builder for uh, for Kansas City? Um, oh. You know, is now a refocused car coming back? Uh, is that uh, does does that team is that team what we thought they were now? Because they certainly mm-hmm. didn't look it to this point, right? We both thought the Raiders were going to have a good season this year, and uh, they didn't start off so great. But boy, did they look good on Thursday! Yeah, well, they they finally got Amari Cooper going a little bit, and that helps. I mean, that guy's a stud. Amari, he was a stud for the first two years, and he was everything going into Thursday night was averaging like twenty six yards a game. So something was going on there, and I don't know, you know, the car injury does have something to play with, but. East, there was probably a little bit more. Uh, um, with the Chiefs, if we're going to start with Chiefs and Andy Reid, I still think they're a good team. I, I do think, you know, when you were talking about the refs and the, the, the 49ers and the Giants game, it reminded me a little bit about Thursday night. I think the Raiders did get a little help from the Zebras that game. Um, I think what the, the Raiders had, what, three or four untimed downs at the end of that game to win it. Like, you – Come like I it was just it was just sketchy stuff, but at the end of the day you still have to stop them. Um, but I think the Chiefs once the weather starts getting a little colder, you know the the Chiefs offense is going to be a little bit more dink and dunk. You know the, I think what's made the Chiefs so dangerous over the first five or six weeks is that they had actually had a vertical threat. They were actually able to push the ball downfield and and you know Alex Smith was like playing at an unreal number. I mean Alex Smith this year is is a uh, 72% from the pocket. He he has one out, you know, he's averaging 282 yards a game. He has 15 touchdowns and zero interceptions. I mean, that's that's pretty unreal for Alex Smith. Um but I, I do think when the weather changes here that that's going to change a little bit things. Traditionally, Chiefs have always struggled in Oakland especially on a Thursday night, like uh, I think the Oakland Raiders, when they were 0-10, got their first win of the year Thursday night when the Chiefs came into town. So this was always going to be a tough game for the Chiefs to begin with. Um, But maybe the Raiders are coming back. I think uh, the Chiefs, they are who they thought they were. They're going to be a 11-5, 12-4 team that that fizzles out in the playoffs. And I, you know, I think, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean that's 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 really possible. So, all right, well we start, we're, we're 22 minutes in. We did let the we got the we we started off with sort of the wheels off this program with smashed pumpkins <laughs> and rage throws. So, we can uh, we can get this uh, we can get this bad boy back on track. Um, why don't yeah. we why don't we quickly 
uh, do what we do. Let's go through the matchups, and uh, okay. we'll see what I can add to uh, to some fantasy value. We do have some injury uh, injuries that we want to update for people. Um, I'm actually I got a couple of emails and stuff, so uh, a couple questions from fantasy, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, if you want to queue them up and we'll knock them down one by one and see, okay. uh, it's a good, good time to check in, right? I mean, we're yeah. coming into week seven. I think we need to do a bigger mid-year review show maybe uh, at some point next week. We may do that from our new headquarters in Providence, Rhode Island, the now renting studios, right? We'll be, uh, <laughs> we'll be broadcast live from the now renting studios uh, or, or broadcasting from there and possibly re-airing it. We'll see. So, uh, okay. but, yeah, but, uh, so, so let, let, let's get it started in here. Okay. We're picking them up and putting them down here. We're going to start with Tampa Bay is at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is minus three here. Record Buffalo is three and two, second in the AFC East, Tampa Bay two and three, fourth in the NFC South. I mean, I, I don't know how much interest I have in this. I know. Are you still, Kyle, are you still as big on the NFC South as you were at the beginning of the year? Well, I, I mean, I'd like to say yes. Um, and, but, and, and did we anticipate that Carolina would be at the, at the top of that food chain? Um, you know, I, I think it's still an interesting division. I think that, uh, so yes. Still high. A um, little disappointed in Tampa Bay, um, and and I think that Atlanta's season comes down to today. Uh, I believe that they might be able. They, they may be the team that breaks the jinx. They come uh, into New England and win that game. I think uh, I could still be high on them. Little again, little disappointed in Jameis Winston, although he's been dinged up. Uh, it's still early, um, but yes, I, I I still feel pretty strongly that uh, two or three uh, of those teams are going to make a push when it come when push comes to shove. All right, sounds good. I mean, do you have a do you have a winner in this game? So uh, it sounds like you're taking Tampa Bay in this this matchup. I think I am. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I don't have to go in the points. Uh, I think uh, you see some stuff out of uh, you know you have a running back situation down there now. Uh, it's actually not even a situation. Uh, you know, for those guys that uh, you know Doug Martin uh, on the bench. I think uh, you know you 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 drafted him. To, uh, for him to be here at these points and you have to play him now, obviously. So um, yeah. not a lot of, of implications on Tyrod Taylor is still that fringe guy in a bye week that you might need to pick up. Actually, I don't hate that this week. If you, uh, if you've got a quarterback on a bye, if you're trying to make up some points, Tyrod Taylor is not, he's pretty consistent. Uh, you know, he may get you the 10 or 15 that you need out of a replacement quarterback. So look to Tyrod if you're, if you're replacing a bye week quarterback this week. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah, I'm probably going to take Tampa Bay plus three here. You know, all things considered, I'll take the three points and put them in my pocket. Uh, we'll stay in the we'll stay in the NFC South here. Carolina is visiting uh, the Chicago Bears. The Bears are three point home underdogs. This is a one o'clock matchup. <sighs> I mean, Cam Newton actually hasn't been. I mean, the four interceptions or three interceptions last week really kind of killed me in fantasy, but it's going against the Eagles, so I'm not going to complain. Uh, but he's actually put up some decent numbers fantasy wise. I mean, what's going on with the running back situation right now in Carolina? Uh, is McCaffrey McCaffrey's getting the ball a lot out of the backfield as as uh, as almost like a run or a pass pass catcher, but 
Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think Jonathan Stewart is injured or he's questionable for this game. Uh, what do you have any idea what's going on there? I do, and so I, um, I listen. I I don't know if he's playing. I don't know if he's not playing, but uh, you're sitting him no matter what today. Uh, and I think you you may as well be sitting him. He he's not going to provide any level of consistency at this point. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, he had less than two points two weeks in a row. Uh, it, it, he's not a guy that you're going to rely on. Uh, he may show up and give you one big game here or there. I guess if you need a deep flex or a deep uh, RB3 uh, in the season to make up buys, you may have no choice but to start him. But uh, he, he should not be on your on your radar right now. McCaffrey uh, has consistently produced uh, especially over the last three weeks. So from a fantasy perspective, I think that's, uh, uh, that, that's, that's where they're leaning to now. Uh, that's the future in Carolina is McCaffrey. He is yeah, yeah, a bit more of a, uh, uh, that slot sort of uh, Shane Vereen type player, but maybe a little more skill. Uh, I, you know, start McCaffrey if you have him with the, you know, it's 17 points last week. So in standard gotcha. scoring league. So but go with McCaffrey. I like him. Yeah. The line opened up at three and a half. It's it's, only moved to half of more down to minus three. Um, I think Chicago could give Carolina fits, but at the end of the day, I'll take Carolina minus three a little bit here. Um, this is Mitch Trubisky's second game. I think there's going to be some grown pains, and Carolina's coming off like a, a ten day, like a ten day rest period. So uh, traditionally, teams this year that are coming off more than more uh, an extended period of uh, rest are like like eleven and one against the spread, so I'll take Carolina in this matchup. Um, we're kind of going on to a game that kind of a snooze fest here, in my opinion. We have the Tennessee Titans are visiting the Cleveland Browns. The Tennessee Titans are five and a half point favorites, meaning the the Browns are five and a half point dogs in this matchup. I don't care. I'll. I'll eat the points in this matchup, but I, I really don't want to go more into it. Um, anything here, Kyle, that is relevant outside of Mariota? Yeah, so um, I, I say this week uh, people have been struggling uh, a little bit with the uh, Titans offense uh, from a fantasy perspective. So my, I, my, if I had to, to make any two suggestions, it would be to start Henry uh, this week okay. and to sit Eric, sit Eric Decker. Uh, I think you want to avoid him like the black plague. Uh, so many inconsistencies again. And uh, I think Henry's a good play this week. Okay. So I'm playing him then. I mean, do I play? Yeah. I, I, I have to play him over Isaiah Crowell, right? Because Isaiah Crowell has yeah. done nothing in the first, in the first couple of days to give me actually hope. So I'm, I'm, ma- yeah. I'm actually making that switch as we talk right here, Kyle. I think, yeah. The Kyle, the Kyle switch on air right now. All right, beautiful. I I really like that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, as far as Crowell is concerned, uh, I don't think uh, I expected Duke Duke Johnson. I'm I'm not ready to I'm not ready to drop him with bye weeks coming up yet. Um, But boy, people in that that late. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten spot, or even nine, ten, eleven, twelve spot in fantasy leagues had no choice uh, when when they drafted a receiver in the first two rounds, uh, whether it was Thomas or uh, you know or Mark Thomas or or Demarius Thomas. Those late round, first round uh, wide receiver picks 
pushed you into having to pick Crowell in the in the I'm sure that you picked post number eight, right? With that Crowell yeah. pick. That's the only yeah. thing that makes sense. Yep. So that's yeah. so that's where you got him. And uh you know, it, it fell to you. There was nothing you could really do. Um you know, but hopefully those guys are smart enough that if you drafted there to pick up uh guys like Mixon and get, uh you know later round decent picks that we'll get to later. But uh yeah, I mean I, I think you can't drop him because we do have bye weeks coming up here and he uh, but yeah, very inconsistent. He's on my bench right now too in in the league. So uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, ride out Henry. And I'm not sure that Henry is going to be very consistent. He's like a Chris Ivory, Bilal Powell type of player uh, that that has amazing breakout games, and then we don't see him for disappears for three weeks. So yeah. Uh, but today, in my opinion, it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's one. So last night I get a text from our boy uh, Killian, right? He, he's talking about this game, and this game is the the Saints and Zach Green Bay. The Saints are only giving up as of right now three and a half. And Killian wants to hammer New Orleans here. They scored sixty points last week. You know the the Packers are playing with Hundley, which let's face it. The Packers' offense over the last five years is let Aaron Rodgers run around and just do something miraculous and get first downs and touchdowns. So Andrew Killian is just it wants to bet the house here on the Saints, and I'm telling him stay away. This is a line from Vegas that is baiting you. They want you to take the Saints. They're baiting you to take the Saints. But I'm saying that, you know, the the Packers still have a winning record at home with backup quarterbacks in their Aaron Rodgers years. They the Saints have no film on this Hundley guy. They have some preseason film. I'd say this is a little switch. And look at it's a little bit of a letdown as well. When you when you know Aaron Rodgers is on your schedule, you get you get pumped up for that game. Why? Because like he's one of the best in the history of the NFL. It's easy to get excited. It's not easy to get excited for this Hunley dude, all right? Like the, a guy that you don't even have any film of. It. So for that reason, I'm taking the home dog here with Green Bay plus three and a half. But I, I would suggest everybody in general be cautious, be very, very cautious of this line and of this game. This is one that Vegas is trying to bait you. But what, what type of fantasy implications we got here, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that uh, boy, it, it, this is a strange game. And it, it, but 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 I I do agree with you on Hundley. I think that, uh, but but I I want you to avoid uh, stay away like Vegas, like you're saying about Vegas in the line. Stay away if you can avoid starting guys like. And listen, you have to when he's healthy, you have to start Jordan Nelson. Uh, I think if there's anything. Uh, and I and I guess Martellus Bennett. I don't know. I mean, I I think you stay if you have options, stay away from Green Bay today. Uh, you know, the other stuff is pretty status quo. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Saints, the Saints made a, a very good trade, I believe, to to get Adrian Peterson out of town. It's a team that's playing with confidence. Uh, I think you have to start Drew Brees. Although, if you have uh, a decent, you know, even if you have J- uh, Jameis Winston or if you have. Uh, a car has already played, but if if you've got a, a second quarterback like that, I would uh, I would have I would avoid him too today. Um, uh, uh, avoid Breeze. I think it's an interception day for him. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, 
I don't love any of it. I, I think it's a terrible game. I think you should stay away from it. And I think Green Bay wins this game. I think pretty handily on top of it. Gotcha. Bad team. So. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. We got another. We we have another fantastic matchup here between the 23rd ranked quarterback in the league versus the number 27th ranked quarterback in the league. Do you have any idea what matchup I'm talking about right now, Kyle? Ah, 23 versus 27 in the league. Ah, boy, I I really don't. I'm just trying to run it through in my head really quickly. Uh, Let's say that it's – I don't. I don't know. It is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Believe it or not, Brissett is actually the higher-ranked quarterback in this situation, but I digress. Um, this is another game that if, uh, if you're a fan of one of these teams, I give you a complete com- uh, permission to do a rage throw at the end of the game if your team loses. Um, I think it's only fitting. You're probably doing yourself a favor if you don't have to watch this football to begin with. But um, Colts are home, which they've actually been playing better with Brissett, and they're, they're home dogs here. They're home dogs here. So I might take the plus three here. I'm not having a strong feeling either or. Uh, I think Fournette is out. I think I got reports this morning that he's out for the game, which I think is huge uh, for both fantasy implications and the game in general. So I'll take the Colts plus three against a a Jaguars team that can't throw the ball that will be forcing the ball to throw today. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count out. Uh, I think you're right. Right. So, so there are a lot of options out there. We've seen some players uh, emerge. So, uh, yeah. I uh, boy, I hate. I, I still say that Andrew Luck is the MVP. If he does not suit up this year, uh, I still. I still say we make. Uh, yeah. You know, as far we want to make Jay Cutler our um, our mascot, we also want to. We, we want to push to make Andrew Luck the MVP because. Boy, is that team pretty bad? And you're right. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has uh, certainly stepped up. Uh, he's stepped up his game a bit. But um, yeah, I think you want to uh, avoid this game. Don't you know? There's obviously no real wide receivers down there. I, I yeah, stay away from this game. No real fantasy implications with Fournette down. Um, it's a snooze fest all around. I think I'd rather shove daggers in my eyes and watch that game. So, <laughs> I mean, you I talked about our boy here. You talked about our boy. Let's talk about our boy. Cutler, baby. Coming back 17 points down, getting the win in Atlanta. Just leave him alone, guys. Just leave him alone. I don't care that he has five touchdowns and four interceptions. I don't care that he's only averaging 171 a year. He's my boy. You leave him alone. He's doing Jay Cutler things. I think he's going into – he's hosting the Jets today in Miami. They are – they're actually – I think they're actually dogs in this matchup. No, that can't be right. I can't be seeing this right. No, okay, they're not. They're favorites. They're they're three point favorites in Miami. I'm saying Jay Cutler leading this team back to victory. And I, I what are they right now? They were like what? They're three and two. Are yeah. Miami Dolphins gonna be four and two after this week? They are. They are because my boy Jay Cutler is coming in hot. Anyway, I'm sorry. Just leave him alone. Yeah. Because yeah, no, leave Cutler alone. Leave Cutler alone, guys. Yep, yep. I I hate I hate I, I listen. I like Jarvis Landry a lot. I think he's a good start this week. Um, I think uh, I think it's an ugly game. I think I, I think I was going to call it for the home team, whoever that was. 
So I'm going yeah. with you uh, for sure. And uh, yeah, man, I, these, again, divisional games, you never know. You don't know. These teams play each other so frequently. Uh, they game plan for them. They know each other's uh, weaknesses. So the Jets could, could come down there. Literally, actually, you know what? I'm going to say that they do. I'm going to say that the Jets roll down. Oh there, no! That's where Boy Jay. Yep, I, I'm, oh. I'm switching it up. I'm saying oh. because it's a, divi- a weird divisional game, I say the Jets go down there and roll. Like I, I say, we look up at the score at whatever two twelve, and it's like thirty five to nothing or thirty five to six. That's what I think. Mm. Oh, Jets, that's Jets, my boy Jets. Jay. Oh, yep. sorry, Jay. Break him to his heart. Yep. Just leave him alone. All right. Yeah, that's I could honestly it's one of those shit games I could see any going either way. But yeah, anyway, I digress. Either way, yeah. Yeah, 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 digress. So here, this is an interesting stat here. Arizona is five zero and one in the past six games against NFC West opponents, and nine three and one in the past thirteen versus the division. So really weird. Um, the Cardinals are at the LA Rams. The Rams are three point favorites in this matchup, but. Um, they, the Cardinals look like a different team with AP or, you know, with Peterson yeah, I, back there. I mean, they, they actually have a balanced offense, um, actually giving Palmer some time to actually be in the pocket a little bit because now they actually have to, they actually have to respect the play action and the run game of the Cardinals. So, I mean, is this a rejuvenated Arizona Cardinals? They're sitting at three, three right now, but it's not like, that division is still up for grabs. You have you have the Rams are four and two, Seattle and two, Arizona's three and three. So everything everybody's within one win of each other. I mean, are are is Arizona are we sleeping on Arizona a little bit now? Or it was that just a one hit wonder by, by Peterson last week? Yeah, I'm selling on Peterson. I think uh I think a lot of people saw glimpses of and again, if we were talking about if this was twenty twelve they would be a Super Bowl favorite. I think I saw that headline this week. Uh, it's true. Uh, I, I think that if you had uh, Fitzgerald and, um, and, uh, and, and AP on the same team, I think they were both on the cover of Madden in 2012, as a matter of fact. Uh, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but it's not, and we're not. And uh, I think, again, not a lot of tape, not a lot of looking at the functionality of him in that backfield. I think it was a little alarming. They didn't get the two weeks they would normally have to plan against it. So uh, I think, um, yeah, I think, I I think not so much luck this week. I saw people make a lot of trades for Peterson overvalued trades for Peterson. That just didn't work for me. Uh, I was just like, Jesus, this, this guy's still an aged back that is, uh, is not going great. So I'm selling on AP. Uh, I, I, I do like, I think I like Andre Ellington this week, believe it or not, uh, mm-hmm. as a fantasy play for that reason. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that they're on the, on the rebuild or on the, I don't think that we're sleeping on them. I think that truly, uh, the Rams may be the team that comes out of that division. Defense is playing well. Uh, Todd Gurley has returned to his, uh, uh, his roots, right. Of scoring consistently. You have to be scared of that run team, uh, that run game. So uh, I like the Rams in this game all day long. I don't think AP uh, does it again. Uh, yeah, so, so I think um, stay away. For, and, and everybody's going to start AP this week, but I say he has under 10 fantasy points this week, and the Rams win that game. Okay, fair enough. Here we go. Baltimore is at Minnesota. Minnesota is minus 4.5. 
honestly, Keenum does not play bad. Like he's playing fairly well at home. That Minnesota defense at home is is stifling. Joe Flacco is is the guy was never really elite, but he was serviceable. But this year he looks like I don't know. He looks like he took a step back a good bit. Their offense hasn't been healthy as as well. Um, I'll, I'll, t- I'll probably take the Vikings minus four and a half just on the on the defense here. Um, and I mean, this is the Vikings division to lose now, isn't it? With Rodgers being out, all, all, you know, this, this is the Vikings for the taking. So I, I think they they have a little little jump in energy and excitement here in the locker room. I mean, I don't know. Actually, I don't know why I say that. I don't know why I said that. That's a stupid fucking take. But um, anyway, Minnesota minus four and a half. What do you got? Yeah, I don't know. I, this is the Prince game. This is what I'm calling it, right? Uh, I'm, a big, <laughs> huge Prince. I'm a big, huge Prince fan. But there's going to be so much purple in that, like just, just, just weird mashings of purple and bad offense, right? Like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I hate this game, uh, but I, I believe that uh, defense wins football games, and I think that you're right. It's a home game, uh, it's, and this might be a good, a good opportunity for you to snag the Vikings defense if you don't have them. Um, I think it's a kicker game. Uh, in a defensive game, I, I don't think you're going to see anything. I don't even know what's happening in Baltimore. I don't even really care what's happening in Baltimore. So, uh, yeah, the, the, I like uh, Minnesota, and I like uh, the Vikings D in this game. All right. Beautiful. Moving on, that wraps up the 1 o'clock games. Uh, now we're moving into the afternoon games. So the 4.05 game we got – um, you have the Dallas Cowboys are at the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are six-point home dogs in this matchup. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, are the are the Niners starting C.J. Bethard, that the, the 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 farmer from Iowa? Is that who they're starting this week? That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, do we know anything about him except that he's from Iowa? And I mean, last week, last week he was nineteen to thirty-six for two forty-five with a touchdown and a pick. Not a great passer rating, not a great game in general, but it wasn't complete dog shit. I guess not. I mean, I I don't know. I if you're talking about from a fantasy perspective, I mean, you're not uh, starting him. I'm just saying, like, is this going to be a game at all? Can San Fran make this no. a game at all at home? No, no. No, okay. no, this is not a Nick Folk situation. It's, it's not. Um, okay. Yeah, just, just. Uh, I think that they need to sign Kaepernick tomorrow. <laughs> I think that ship has sailed. He's suing everybody now. Yeah. But anyway, all right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, move on. Seriously, like, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, here we go. We have the Cincinnati Bengals are at the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a 4:25 game. The Steelers are five-point favorites. Uh, at home here, but look at the Bengals have won two in a row. Are they coming back? Is this the game they yes. come back on? Are they yes. coming back home? All right, they're coming back. They're coming back. AJ Green is is is, is coming back. Dalton coming back. Uh, I, I I like uh, our early year prediction. Right, it's it's coming true. So I uh, a huge fan. Huge fan of, of mix and huge fan of uh, a lot of good stuff going on there. So uh, th- throw the house at uh, at th- those fantasy players this week. Dalton included. 
All right. Yeah, I'm t- I'll take the five point. I'll put I'll put the five points and put in my pocket in that game. I'll take Cincinnati plus five. It should be. I think it should be entertaining. Um, moving on, we have Denver. The Denver Broncos are one point favorites at the LA Chargers. This is a 4:25 game. Can can we really say the LA Chargers are the home team here? I mean, at, at best, this is played on a neutral site, correct? Because I mean, oh. I, 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 you know, so. The fact that we're calling this the Chargers home, I do feel bad for Chargers players because they're not going to get a break all year. They're playing 16 games on the road, um, and it's just shitty. Like, I mean, home is supposed to be where you're you're supposed to protect the house, right? But the the Chargers are they don't have a house. They have a little box on the side of the road that nobody really cares about, and I just feel bad for them. But um, isn't it sad? Isn't it a sad state of affairs? It really is. I mean, that, that fan base was very good in San Diego. Yeah, they couldn't get a stadium built, but, like, it wasn't it wasn't the worst fan base in the world. Uh, no, I feel it really bad wasn't. For, I feel bad for San Diego. I feel bad for Chargers players. But you know what? This The, the league deserves this. This is what's going to happen eventually, right? They're, they got they had moved three or four teams over the last couple of years. This was eventually going to happen where a new location wasn't going to be responsive to an NFL football team. Um uh, I'll take Denver minus one here. I don't really care about this game, but um, we'll move on. Have, here we go. Uh, yeah, if you have options outside of C.J. Anderson, uh, take them seriously. That's yeah. all I got. I mean, the, it seems like you stay away from Broncos receivers in general here. Um, <laughs> Melvin Gordon playing. I think Melvin. You know, Melvin Gordon hasn't had a terrible year. Um, no. Uh, oh, but, and uh, and watch. An Allen injury with two. Um, that's that's actually a tough one uh, because still no indicator on it. He he actually had a weird shoulder injury, um, <laughs> a weird shoulder injury in practice this week. So uh, just keep an eye on it. I mean, you do have the uh, you know you do have the uh, the one o'clock games to decide whether he's going to play or not. But uh, keep keep an eye on that injury today. Okay. Sounds good. And we're, we're coming down here. Uh, we got three games left. All are very interesting in my book. So we'll start with your Giants, Kyle. We got the Seattle Seahawks are visiting the New York football Giants. Uh, Seattle is um, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this matchup, meaning the Giants are three-and-a-half-point dogs. But as we talked about earlier in, uh, in our session here, I could see the Giants winning this. I, I could – I'm going to take three and a half points on the Giants here just because the Giants are a weird team. But is there anything else you want to add onto our discussion uh, other than what we talked about earlier? Well, my son, my, son, my son wants to add, um, who, 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 he mentioned this to me earlier. He said, when you go on the show, make sure you say that if Eli Manning wins, the, the, uh, if Eli Manning, comes back and wins the Super Bowl this year, he should be known as the greatest quarterback of all time. I think that's a smoking <laughs> hot take. Uh, I'm not sure I would go that far. But, uh, you know, but here is a kid who has to live in Patriots Nation and go to school every week in Patriots Nation during, like, you know, oh, that was so two Super Bowl wins ago. Like, he, it's amazing that he doesn't beat everybody up on a, on a weekly basis. I think he, he'd like to, but uh, yeah. So, so he's he, he's got to make big bold statements like that, and uh, who can blame him? The uh, listen. So I think this is a home. Went to Denver, right? Uh, won that game in Denver. We know how it all happened. 
So now we've got a, a, a team that is very similar, right? I mean, this is a similar team uh, known mm-hmm. to be defensive, uh, but this is a home game with a reinvigorated uh, crowd at MetLife Stadium. People are uh, going to come into this game super pumped up. Uh, so you do have a, a 12th man um, present in this game. New play caller. Uh, I think they picked the part. Of, I think that they picked, picked the defensive part. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge fan of my Giants in this game all the way. Think, uh, this is where they turn the corner. And again, if you, if, if you go 0 and 5 against really bad teams, well, you know, some good teams, but some really bad teams, and then you come out and beat Denver and Seattle, you have to be taken serious even though you're 2 and 5. Uh, so I think this is the beginning and the end. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I'm going to New York football games, baby. All right. Sounds good. Now, the Sunday night game. This is. The the Super Bowl rematch, I mean, being where we live, Kyle, we've heard nothing about this matchup all week, right? Like this this oh, matchup. Oh. But but it, it's it's a very it's a very interesting kind of pivot point for both of these these seasons for both of these teams. So Atlanta is coming, right? They're three two. They just got they just had a very, very bad loss to the Miami Dolphins. They blew a 17-point lead, and then now they're going into New England where everybody knows the history of that Super Bowl. And, and for the Patriots, they they just don't look like the Patriots of old. There's something off about this team, and it's mostly on the defensive side of the ball. So it's kind of a tale of two ta- tapes. I really think that this game will pivot either – will pivot upwards for one of these teams and – one of these teams is going to start to struggle. Uh, the line itself is is three point. Uh, New England is three point uh, home favorites, which is which is standard. Which means Vegas kind of values these teams equally. I I personally I I don't. We have talked about the Super Bowl the Super Bowl hangover. The Atlanta Falcons cannot hold on to the lead. Nor the Atlanta Falcons could be one and five this year. In all honesty, they they sh- they should have lost two of those games that they did win. So I'm taking the Patriots here because they still know how to win football games. Where Atlanta has proven time and time again that they know how to lose football games. Do you see that stat where Matt Ryan has six losses or seven six losses, not including Super Bowl of leads uh, of leads with 17 points or more in his career? Yeah, which is double than yeah. second place. So for that reason, I, I, take a New England. Yeah. So boy, I wanna. Um, this is a, a a bad. This is as bad of a Patriots team as we've seen in a really long time. And I think the fan base is even frustrated. And you point to the defense, uh, and the, the defense has a lot to do with it. But uh, you know, Captain Pliable uh, is throwing some shit passes. Let's just be honest, right? I mean. Uh, yeah. He's thrown passes where the, where the receiver is, you know, where everything got executed perfectly. The receiver is, you know, the play too, right? Like, you know, the play that I'm talking about where, you know, mm-hmm. they need eight yards for the first down. Uh, and that receiver is planted right at the first down mark or, or a foot behind it, completely standing there by himself to just make that catch and go out of bounds. And, and the ball lands two or three feet in front of the player in an uncatchable ball. I've seen this out of him at least a few times in each game for the season. So uh, I think the Patriots are in trouble. I think that 
just like and, – and, and listen, in my venom, in my anti-patriots venom, I've said if you go back and you look over these past 15, 17 years and you look at any really crazy hard matchup throughout the course of the season, so many of the Indianapolis games, so many of the Steelers games, so many of the Denver games, that in a pivotal time for the Patriots – that, that they're played at home. And if you look at, at most games where you go, okay, that's a win, that's a win, that's a win. Uh, the, the one game where you would look and go, ah, that's a tough game for the Patriots, it's always at home. And, you know, no big, uh, big surprise that they have a restaurant and a, and a store dedicated to, to CBS. And if you don't think <laughs> that the TV money in the contract that has anything to do with them building a gigantic CBS scene restaurant there, you're dead wrong. Uh, the, the, the Patriots have been in that good old boys network for uh, many years with Bob Kraft and the billionaire boys up at the top, uh, making, putting the hard games and you know, it, you find out how the scheduling is done. It's done by this one guy down in the cellar in Tennessee or something. <laughs> and, and he, uh, you know, if you don't think that, uh, he's been urged by the league and by, uh, by, by the forces of the TV contracts to do these games. So it pisses me off that every <laughs> difficult game that you see the Patriots play is at home. Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 if they could play every game at home, they would. Like, there have been games like, hey, listen, we just have to schedule you this one on the road because, uh, you know, where they have a difficult schedule year, um, you know, they, they, they're like, wow, you can't play all – you can't play Denver – uh, Pittsburgh and um, uh, Indianapolis all at home this year. We have to at least put one on the road. Then, you know, Kraft mm-hmm. is like, well, why? Jonathan, why are they putting us on the road? Like, I, I, it pisses me off, dude, to no end. So I want them to lose this game because I think this is a game, one of those games that should have been played in Atlanta, but the Patriots got to lay up uh, as they do. I don't know. I want Atlanta to win. I don't think they do. I think uh, this is a team that Belichick obsessed over uh, and game plan for. I don't think that this team is that much different than it was when they saw them nine weeks ago, uh, nine football weeks ago. So I go uh, New England, but I'm really going to be rooting for uh, for Atlanta today. Yeah, honestly, well, I'm I'm struggling because anytime an AOC team plays an NFC team. I'm always rooting kind of for the AFC team just because I just want to keep my options yeah. open. I just want as many NFC teams to lose as possible. Um, I agree. But, but this one might be – actually, no. I'm, so, I'm probably I, – I probably still have to root for the Pats here because it could come – it might be close for that wild card spot. Um, but speaking of it, um, Monday night, last team or last game we haven't talked to – involves my Eagles. We got the Washington Redskins are coming into Philly for the Monday night football game. The Eagles are now four and a half point favorites in this game. I'm trying to keep level-headed with this team, Kyle. Uh, I want to get excited, but I've been heartbroken so many times before. Um, but I, I, I have to say Carson, Carson once back there as QB, the, the team, the feel, the confidence, it just it's just different. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just a different feel with Carson Wentz throwing the football yeah. uh, for a quarterback of this team than it was any it, more than Fick, more than Foles. I mean, we've had after more than McNabb, like after the McNabb years, we had some we had some inconsistent quarterback play up until this moment in time when we drafted Carson Wentz. 
Uh, I don't know what it is about this redheaded ginger, uh, but but I trust him. And we're great on third down. We're able to run the football. Our defense is able to stop the run. And like these are all pieces that you want to see when when putting together a good football team. And, and it seems like we have it. But I I just I I. I, it's hard for me to get excited anymore. It's hard for me I, to get I mean, excited. It's not, uh, not very different than last year when uh, you were 5-1 at this point last year. You're 5-1 right now. Is that right? Or 6-1? and Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what you were. Uh, it, it's, it's really no different. But this is a different football team. Listen, this is a statement game. Uh, however you want to uh, describe it, this is a statement game. And uh, Yeah. It's a divisional win at home in prime time. Uh, I think this is this could be Wentz coming out party, right? I mean, I think people that have not seen him are going to see him if he's mm-hmm. able to put it together. And Aguilar uh, does what he's supposed to do, and uh, the running game does what it, it's supposed to do. Uh, I think that this team, uh, again, uh, you know, I have people in my own house that believe that it's going to be Kansas City. Uh, you know, that, and that would be a great storyline. Uh, Kansas City versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and uh, I think that they're there. I think this team is far more real than last year's team was. But yeah. these are the games that you have to win. These are yep. games that you know you've been heartbroken by before. You know that the Redskins have uh, have handed you your ass at home uh, in your lifetime, where you got where it should have never happened, and it did. And it's happened mm-hmm. to both of us. Uh, and and so uh, divisional games are scary. But this is a statement game. This this decide, this says to me whether this team is real or not. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, a, a stamp on the forehead win today says this team's for real and could very and, and is likely going to be the one or the two seed. But it really yeah. all starts with this. It starts with this game. I believe that. But I believe it can yeah. be done. Yeah. And just like after after last year, you know, one thing that hurt the Eagles was that bye week. I think we had a week four bye week. The the time off really mess with our juju a little bit and and we struggled ever since that bye week now the eagles are coming off 10 days rest you they've been playing really good football you just don't want that momentum to stint at all now they have a 10-day rest it reminds you of the bye week last year you know now and it's monday night so they're basically getting 11 days of rest so you're kind of you know you're as an eagles fan you're nervous you're nervous because usually rest is good but when you're playing as well as the Eagles have been playing, you really don't want to stop that training momentum. And you have the you have the data from last year when the bye really killed us and killed our momentum. I'm skeptical. Like, this game does make me nervous because it's the Redskins. We're coming off, uh, we're coming off uh, like, a long day rest. So, it scares me. But I, I like the Eagles in this game. It just feels different. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll eat the four and a half, but I don't really care. Like I don't bet on the Eagles games cause it's either a win-win or a lose-lose for me. And I, I really don't, I don't like, I don't like to play that game. So I understand. I understand. Yeah. So I, I quickly am going to say, yes, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to agree with you and say, uh, as we wrap up the show here, uh, I'm, I'm saying Philadelphia statement game, uh, and this team punches its ticket to the playoffs today. All right, sounds good. Well, Kyle, that was a good that was a good hour of uh, football talk. I hope 
uh, everybody out there enjoys it, and you're not the only one that breaks controllers. Um, maybe maybe we start a, a support group of rage throws. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's on the docket list. It's a good idea. So yeah, look for uh, updated content this week. You can always catch us on iTunes, as always. And, uh, yeah, the power hour is complete. Good luck uh, out there in fantasy. Good luck uh, to all the players. Good luck to the Eagles, Steph, and we'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good, Cal. Take care. Right. And we're out. Bye. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.